Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins, this week. I'm joined remotely, of course, by Lou Huff, Heather Steele, and special guest, India Semi. India is a friend of Sherlock. She is the brains behind the India Edit on Instagram and the IndiaEdit.com, her lifestyle blog, and also the Mirror Edit, where she documents her daily outfits. Welcome, India. It's so lovely to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to join you guys today. How are you finding lockdown so far? I must say, outside of the kind of obvious negative sides, I have been enjoying it. Um, I've just had my boyfriend move in. So we've been enjoying having his time at home to kind of sort everything out, spruce it all up, divide up the wardrobe space and have a lot more time to focus on my blog as well, which has been fun. And I do think that the weather is having such a big impact on making mm-hmm. the whole experience a lot more bearable. And you've got that fabulous roof terrace, which I'm sure we will come on to because we're going to talk about entertaining later. But I have been very jealous looking your instagrams of your little sun trap up there oh yes we are very very lucky with that incredibly grateful to have outdoor space and it gets the sun into the evening so very spoiled the dream what has everybody been watching listening to doing this week heather so this started on Sky Atlantic slash Now TV a few weeks ago. I think everyone's been talking about it generally. But yeah, I watched all of Gangs of London last week, which is a new drama, which some people are kind of describing as Peaky Blinders, but way more violent. So it's focused on these sort of six or seven different gangs in London, hence the name. And the sort of henchman of all of them gets killed right at the beginning. And then it's about his son who's sort of seeking vengeance throughout the eight episodes. Is it based on real life? No, it's not. I mean, I'm sure there's definitely elements of the criminal underworld that play out during it. But it's basically been making a lot of headlines. A, it's really good. It's like really well acted, but also it's incredibly violent and gory. It's one of those weird things. Once you've seen a few episodes, you kind of, you do become desensitised to it. And Mm. the director, Gareth Evans, is Welsh, but his first forays in filmmaking were in Indonesian martial arts films. So it's weird, but he's now doing this. But all the fight scenes, once you get over the initial goriness, you can see they're really amazingly choreographed. It's just amazing to watch, like the way he films it and the way everyone is moving while sort of slashing each other is actually quite incredible and beautiful to watch, even though it's horribly violent. So once you get past that initial shock factor, I think, yeah, stick with it if you're a bit squeamish because it's it's got a really good plot line and, yeah, it's gripping. And so is it quite cinematic throughout? Yeah, I'd say so. There's lots of, like, sweeping shots of London as well. And, you know, if you like Peaky Blinders... It's not got any sort of Killian Murphy lookalikes in, unfortunately, <laughs> but it has got Joe Cole, who was in Peaky Blinders as well for the first three or four series. So, yeah, I would certainly say give it a watch and don't be put off. The first episode has got some of the goriest stuff in, but if you can kind of get past that, definitely give it a go. 
I'm not great with guts and glue. What about you guys? No, not so much. On that note, though, I've been watching Killing Eve, which I spend half the episodes with my hands over my eyes. But I do love the fashion and the stories in that. Um, They don't know, Heather, if I'd be able to stomach that program. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good, I promise. And then another thing, a quick shout out Mm. to, it's on Netflix. It's only six half hour episodes. It's a Belgian thriller called Into the Night, which is all set on one plane with one set of passengers. And yeah, it's in French, but it's not sci-fi. I don't really know what it is, but basically the sun or daylight is killing people so these people have to get on a plane and just keep flying and flying and flying and flying to avoid sunrise in any part of the world and then each of the sort of 10 characters has all got a horrible backstory about why they're on the plane to Moscow in the first place it all unravels quite quickly but basically if you're after a sort of we watched it all on Saturday night it was like a nice six-parter really gripping I would definitely recommend it cool that sounds really good worth a watch Lou what about you what have you been watching listening to so last week we finally watched the gentleman i don't know if anyone has seen that yet i kept um, meaning to at which, the time when it came out but I, I haven't seen it so for those that don't know it was the new guy Ritchie film which came out i think it was in january yeah and it's kind of a real classic guy Ritchie. it's quite like snatch and lock stock it's kind of gangsters in inverted commas it's got a, a stellar lineup so matthew mcgonaghy plays the lead hugh grant plays a completely different character he's like a proper cockney london reporter and it's worth it just to see him play something completely different i was going to say i've heard from lots of people and reviewers that they didn't love the film but it's worth watching just for hugh grant and yeah. he's amazing in it is he better in it than he is in paddington too do you know i'd say actually their top two performances actually, top, top two, two hugh grant it's like i don't know he's just suddenly got to the stage of his life and he's like yeah i'm gonna actually flex my acting it's like skills it's, it's like he's just gone fuck it and has just decided to do something completely different but it's brilliant it's working for him isn't it yeah it's really really good Charlie Hunnam's also in it Colin Farrell who's incredible I don't know the first like 20 minutes I was like oh I'm not sure I can't quite understand the lingo quite so much but it's really funny and I just really enjoyed it actually is it a comedy yeah Matthew McGonaghy has a sort of a cannabis farm which he stores within the houses of kind of old country estates sort of in their grounds like that and Hugh Grant the reporter is sort of trying to wangle a story out of him and the sort of the goings-on kind of behind the scenes so yeah it's really fun so I recommend it if you're looking for something a little bit different apparently Hugh Grant and Matthew McGonaghy forged a very strong friendship during the film yeah and there's actually a brilliant Graham Norton episode where he has both of them on so I want a little bit more feel the bromance across all of them and like Charlie Hunnam as well it's just so cool I love that and do you know who's also amazing in it is Michelle Dockery who I only know of Downton Abbey fame so again Mm. she's playing a completely different role so good one to watch and then the other thing we've been watching is Celebrity SAS Lou I've been watching it too and I am obsessed it's so good isn't it (laughs) it's so good I love it it's 12 celebrities that essentially go on a really intense eight-day SAS sort of training course and there's five instructors who basically really put them through it's kind of mental perseverance and kind of putting your body through everything and they really really shout at them and there's kind of no stone left unturned but anyway Katie Price is in it Brendan Cole's in it Joey Essex Um, also it's just interesting to see them not as a celebrity like Joey Essex for example I've never seen him 
not really sort of performing to the camera or being silly or saying sort of stupid remarks. And he actually comes across really well. He does. He really does. And it's a completely different side to him. So yeah, they've got them essentially in sort of tough combat training as they would general SAS team members. So yeah, it's really interesting. Actually, it makes you think, I guess, kind of how would you fare in that situation? I know. At any point they can pull out. So I guess at which point they say no to it all. Is that how it works? They get booted out? They can do if they deem that they're not very good. They can get booted out even if they don't want to. Yeah. The one I watched last night though, they had to jump backwards out of a helicopter. So they're over a lake and they just kind of put their, almost like go into like a pencil, put their arms across their chest and just fall backwards into this freezing freezing cold lake there in Scotland and then swim 200 meters to shore it just makes you think I guess like yeah how would you fare what would it bring out in you when I was 16 I did five days with the Israeli army on a program called Gudna which basically is what Israeli teenagers go on I mean it's like a summer camp version of the Israeli army but you go in order to like you know there's conscription in Israel for those who don't know so it's like their kind of five day training when they're 16 to kind of get an idea of what it's going to be like I basically cried for five days solid <laughs> but when you were describing it I was imagining that which was I mean like it was summer camp but I, I was not imagining jumping backwards out of a helicopter we did not yeah. do that oh, yeah. so that sounds pretty intense yeah it took me back to my CCF training days for sure yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like that cool that sounds good what, is it on channel, channel 4? 4 yeah it's on channel 4 yeah I think it's quite a few episodes now available on catch up so it's a good one to binge India what have you been watching listening to all of the above so there are lots of things that I want to watch I'm Mm -hmm. very keen to watch Hollywood and the new Netflix series I think it may have been discussed here Little Mm -hmm. Women I've seen has come out on Amazon Prime and I missed that in the cinema so that's very much oh you didn't see it no (gasps) oh it's so heavenly I basically missed out on all of my friends and family going and then didn't really have anyone to go with couldn't force James to come with me at the time so I think it'll be a bank holiday one for me to watch it's Um, so I've so, been doing a little bit of reading Live Beautiful by Athena Calderon I'm obsessed with her obsessed. yeah she's just so everything isn't she totally she's so amazing she's brought out this beautiful coffee table book called Live Beautiful which follows on from a recipe book that she did a few years ago called Eat Beautiful and each page is just filled with stunning interiors and amazing very accessible interiors tips I think Charlotte you mentioned her podcast previously so many of the people that she interviewed in the podcast are actually featured in the book so people like Jenna Lyons so that's actually been a really fun one to read especially as I'm hoping to spruce up my flat a bit so I do recommend that as well if you're into interiors the book I believe goes around different like as you say friends or or stylish people taste makers homes and takes tips from them right yes exactly I mean she has a very kind of tasteful and stylish and wealthy set of friends (laughs) so lots of interiors envy there and I I think if I had to pick one home on Instagram that is like the best home I think it's hers 100%. 100%. It is so stunning. Yes, Heather, exactly. there you go. That's I was going to say, follow thank now you. back. Yay. <laughs> yes, Give her a definitely. follow. So she's <laughs> at I Swoon on Instagram and the okay. book is called Thanks. Live Beautiful. And then also I think I saw in Tor's vlog last week that a piece with Roxy Nafuzi is going live this week, I think. So Roxy is, she's like a self-help influencer she's very into fitness and healthy living and she actually launched a podcast a couple of months back called the moments that made me which is all about interviewing her friends and celebrities about moments in their lives that may have been perceived as failure or something really challenging at the time and how that's kind of helped form life lessons and you know put them on a different path and 
the season finale, which is probably the episode I enjoyed the most, is one of her friends actually interviewing her. And she's had a fascinating life. She used to date Damien Hurst, who was about 25 years her senior. And it's very interesting and very honest as well. So that's a good one to listen to. Cool. I love that. She used to be on my radar like years and years ago as mm-hmm. a kind of party girl on Instagram, but she's done a bit totally. of 180, hasn't she? Exactly. And she talks a lot about that. So cool. if you like hearing all of the juicy secrets about someone's life, then that's a good one to listen to. Definitely. And Damien Hurst, fascinating as well. Exactly. <laughs> cool. And she Thanks, she yeah. never really put that in the press before. I think this is the first time that she's ever talked about it. So um, particularly fascinating, that one. Yeah. I also, on the kind of podcast sort of front, podcast and books front, I have been on a bit of a Louis Theroux binge over the last few weeks. He has a book out called Gotta Get Through This. <laughs> of them. He has finally written a memoir, an autobiography, and I actually listened to it on Audible because I was getting a bit distressed at the beginning of lockdown or for the first few weeks because I was finding I just wasn't having time to read in the way that everybody else seems to, but um, Audible has solved that for me. It basically covers everything that you would hope it would cover. And also, if you're our age group, I think unless you're like a real kind of Louis through addict, there are things that you will kind of remember, but not in much detail. So for example, he made that documentary um, with the Hamiltons, with Christine and Neil Hamilton, which just at the point at which they were accused of rape, which I don't know about you guys, but that kind of is somewhere in the back of like the recesses of my brain, but I didn't know the details of. He talks about extensively about Jimmy Savile. It, it sort of feels like he felt like enough was enough and it was time for him to kind of put his version of Jimmy Savile's story out there. For those who aren't really familiar with the story, he made a documentary with Jimmy Savile about a decade before he passed away. And obviously all the revelations about him came out at the point at which he died or after he died. So Louis Theroux therefore faced a huge amount of criticism and kind of scepticism at that point because people said, well, you spent an intense, whatever it was, month or so making a documentary with him. How could you not have known? Surely you had known about his terrible, whatever you want to call them, deviations, awful acts. Anyway, about just quite what an awful person he was. So this, you could really feel like this is him taking the opportunity to to put his side across, to tell his story. But he talks really honestly about how, you know, the point at which all of that emerged, how he felt really kind of a mix of embarrassment, shame for actually having quite liked Jimmy and not having noticed things. And it's a really honest look at what happened there. Um, but then you also get to hear how he made his start. Um, he actually worked for Michael Moore for a few years in New York, which I didn't know. So he's got a, a pretty good uh, documentary pedigree there. And then the other thing that I've been listening to is Louis Theroux's new podcast series in the wake of lockdown. He has started a new podcast called Grounded with Louis Theroux through BBC Radio 4. And he basically he has interviewed people who he's always wanted to interview and he kind of pitches it as these people have you know always evaded me in the past but now they've got no excuse because they're stuck at home so Mm -hmm. there's been four so far they include Helena Bonham Carter which is brilliant she talks really honestly about her divorce about her experiences in Hollywood and then this morning I listened to Lenny Henry as well which was also brilliant and he talks a lot about diversity and race issues in the comedy industry in media so they're all just really interesting if you're looking for a kind of a good way to kill an hour interviews with with some big names so I highly recommend Let's talk about cocktails. We wrote a feature on nine great cocktails to make at home. Heather, I felt very inspired after your vlog as well. And you on Tobes Homemade Negronis. Uh, So I want to know, what are you guys drinking? Are you drinking more cocktails at home because of lockdown? I know I definitely am. India, are you a cocktail girl? Yes, I definitely am. I think at home, they always felt more challenging. And so I kind of shied away from them. But having more time, definitely been experimenting a bit more. Um, I got 
very into my margaritas over the last kind of six months. So I've been starting to make those at home. I actually used, um, I mean, a margarita is pretty simple, but I went to Laura Jackson's host post um, to get my margarita recipe. So it's basically equal parts Cointreau, lime and tequila. Um, And then I actually just use my Nutribullet to blitz it up. Um, So so in some ice, don't have a cocktail shaker, not quite as sophisticated as that yet. Um, And then just put it through a sieve. So that's been working quite nicely. Sometimes I add a bit of passion fruit syrup, a bit of chilli. So I've been doing that. And then... Love that. Can I ask, re-chilli? Because I would like to do this, but I'm scared to. I will talk about my margarita recipe in a moment. But what do you do? Do you just add, like, what, some seeds? Like, how do you know whether it's too spicy or not? It's a good question. I have just been adding some chilli flakes and then kind of seeing what happens. Um, And then they just go into little pieces when you put them through a Nutribullet. This is very much Mm. kind of home cocktail making. (laughs) And then other than that, love an Aperol spritz, very kind of basic, but I figured the trick to that, if you're just one person drinking them, is to get mini Prosecco bottles and mini soda waters. And that makes perfectly um, two Aperol spritzes. Obviously you need Aperol, but that works perfectly as well. And then for a cheat cocktail, a couple of great brands. So this brand called Can Tales, which is a new canned cocktail brand. They sent me some last week and they're actually delicious. I usually shy away from canned cocktails from supermarkets because they're often too sweet or too fizzy, but these are actually kind of all naturally flavoured, loads of great options. So my favourites were the Gin Paloma, there's a Berry Mule, Mojitos, kind of all the classics. So if you can't be bothered to get your cocktail shaker or Nutribella out, then they're a great one that you just pop in the fridge. Quite fun if you're going on picnics and things as well. Yeah. Mm. Do you know where you can get them? So I think you can just order them directly from the website at the moment. Last time I checked, they were like £2 a can so also that's very affordable cheap for a cocktail Um, yeah exactly and then on Friday actually got a zoom cocktail drinks with Tor and family Um, and for those who don't know we should say your boyfriend is Tor's brother exactly we're keeping Um, it in the family (laughs) so we're actually all having a zoom drinks and i'm sure she can report back so we've all ordered cocktails from the cocktail delivery company which they send you fruit in like vacuum packs and all the ingredients that you need so i don't know if anyone's tried that yet but quite excited for that one so what so how does it work so do you all choose one cocktail or can you everybody have their own version So each bottle, which is about 25 or 30 pounds, serves like six to seven drinks. So James and I have actually decided on the same cocktail because we didn't want to go for 14 cocktails to have in one (laughs) evening. So I just sent him my shortlist and he's decided I think we're going to have Cosmopolitans. So we'll be having that on Friday. I love that. Yeah, it's quite a nice idea. And I think it's next day delivery as well. Heather, what about you? You obviously are our resident uh, cocktail girl. So what have you been making? (laughs) Tell everybody your top Negroni tips for those who haven't seen your vlog, even though everybody should have. I suppose what we're doing, we're not using like our favourite gins for them because you're obviously mixing it up. But yeah, the thing to invest in is cocky vermouth. So it's like a really nice Italian vermouth. And I'm just looking now and on the whiskey exchange, it's 1995. It's on special offer at the moment. But it's basically this delicious, delicious vermouth, which actually me and my boyfriend have just been having with ice over the weekend. Ooh, so I really so need that nice. because I've been making my DIY martinis with martini, which is the well, <laughs> so rank. It's so rank. I really need a vermouth. Really sweet. But we've been yeah. using uh, martini do make a vermouth as well. So in the vlog, that's what we were using then. But, Maybe it works um, better with other yeah. ingredients that have flavour, whereas if it's just with it vodka, is, yeah, it's probably not. Because yeah. yeah, with Negronis, it's traditionally gin, but you can use vodka 
colour as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you obviously need the Campari to give exactly. it that real dryness. And yeah, I think making like bartenders do and just adding, you know, a bit of orange peel really mm. makes a difference. And yeah, again, a game changer for any cocktail or G&T or anything like that is just getting those massive ice cubes and just putting one in so that it doesn't melt and dilute your lovely drink. Yes, for those who haven't uh, seen Becky's vlog, she had a really good ice tray that makes those Uh, big circular ice cubes. And Um, what's so cool about them is that you put something in them. So you put like your mint or whatever, so you can sort of flavour your ice cubes. Such a good idea. I mean, you could do it with any ice cube, couldn't you? But it's a really good idea. It's a great tip. So yeah, that's to be honest, we've been yeah having the odd Negroni and yeah, like I say, the vermouth and ice because it's only 17%. So you feel like you've got a decent, you know, mm-hmm. strong drink, but it's actually not that strong at all. And then we have also in the week now started drinking Big Drop beer, which is this non-alcoholic beer brand. Mm-hmm. We did dry January, but we were still going to the pub and we were trying all sorts of these sort of no and low beers. And Big Drop is the one where okay, it actually, that's the it one actually, to the recommend, is, recommended one. It actually tastes like a nice IPA. So okay. yeah, we've been having a few of those in the week just to yeah still feel like it's the end of the working day. Let's have a drink, but obviously just not hitting the wine every night or whatever. And where can one buy that from? So we've bought it directly from them because we also tried a few of the other ones that they've got as well. But we've decided mm-hmm. that their classic Citra IPA is the one okay. to go for. Nice. Sounds delicious. Lou, are you a cocktail girl? So controversial. I never really used to be into cocktails. I would always opt for wine or bubbles or like a Bellini, but I don't think a Bellini counts as a cocktail. (laughs) And then at Christmas, my boyfriend's uh, sister and her husband came to stay with us and we had a cocktail evening and they sort of, we made, I think, four or five different gin cocktails and it completely changed my mind about it. Anything with that sort of, gin and ginger I think that's like the way mm. to my palate but it's made us be like right okay now we need to invest in some proper cocktail making equipment because we literally don't have anything we like we don't really have any spirits around the house and we're just really wine fans so I'm feeling inspired by all the sort of cocktail chat going on now so I think we need to rethink our beverage choices. India and Heather what do you think are the key things that you need? India you don't have a shaker so that's so proof that you don't need that I know. but what I think a, a measuring cup like a shot measuring cup yes. It's pretty essential. Jigger, yeah, that's one thing that I actually bought at the beginning of lockdown once we were like, oh, okay, because we were using like egg cups and stuff like, oh, I think yeah, that's no. about right. But <laughs> Sloshing actually, think, it in. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, that'll do. I think, yeah, if you want to make like a cocktail that is mainly sort of spirit based, like a Negroni or a Manhattan or you know, anything like that, you need to get the measurements exact so that you've got like mm. the right combination, I'd say. And they're so yeah. cheap as well. You don't need to get an expensive one. It's I think I spent four pounds on John Lewis or something. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I think ice Uh, as well is definitely ice. Ice is worse than a warm cocktail. It's like pre-drinks as well. You do need. I agree with you. A a cut glass glass really makes anything. I mean, I put my diet coke in it, but it really does make anything (laughs) taste better. um, We inherited some beautiful cut glass from my grandparents, and it just feels so special. As you said, anything you put in there, I don't know, just it makes it feel 
so much more of occasion, I guess, I having actually, a drink like that. Yeah, I love cut glass wine glasses, but Ben really hates them, which really upsets Aww. me because I would have a whole roster of cut glass if it was down to me. India, I've also been on a, a bit of a margarita hype at the moment. Yeah. Um, we have a bottle of Casamigos tequila. This which is what is, I was um, going to ask, like, what, yeah, which mm. tequilas is everyone using? Because I don't so, know, I, lo- I hate tequila, but I've started okay, to I love- like it, so... okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I like good tequila. Like, yeah. You know, it kind of goes without saying. Yeah. I mean, Patron does the job as well. But yeah, so we've been using Casamigos, which some friends actually brought us. I don't actually know if you can buy it in the UK. They came you over can, from the you States. Can. Oh, you yeah, can. You can. It's okay. quite a recent thing, but you can buy it from uh, their website. Fab. Okay, that's good to know. So yeah, because some friends from the States brought it um, over to us a few years ago. And I've, I've really been saving it and waiting. for it's, it's like a dark brown tequila. It's like a good tequila. But you know, I think now is as good a time as any. I don't know about you guys, but I'm using stuff that I've been like in inverted commas saving for a really long time. Yeah, I've literally just been using that, a shitload of lime and um, agave syrup because oh, nice. it's just no cheaper Quantro. than going in Quantro. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it really works. So, and again, I'm just, I do have a cocktail shaker actually kindly. Um, botanist heard me talking uh, on podcast, how I was using my Nutribullet shaker <laughs> for cocktails, so they kindly sent me um, a lovely set. And there's something really lovely about at six o'clock kind of shutting your laptop and getting out all this and cutting the fresh lime and just giving everything a little shake it does feel I don't know more of an occasion than just like pouring another glass of wine which makes me yeah. a bit another one yeah <laughs> so yeah that is my cocktail I think the other thing and another tip which I know Georgie swears by as well is flavoured tonics we are keeping ourselves really well stocked with um, the elderflower fever tree and that with a bit of gin and some mint and cucumber is about mm. as refreshing as it gets I really yeah, like the Mediterranean one and then you can pop an olive in as well in the G&T Ooh, that's that's, that's my amazing. more my thing than elderflower yeah yeah if you don't want sweet also Sipsmith I think do that with like thyme or basil yeah. you can put a whole load of, of non-sweet things in as well can't you yes yeah. so good another yes. little trick if you have some nice vermouth around it's really nice in a glass of Prosecco so kind of like a Bellini but not I love doing that as well I so. could get on board with that because I don't really like Prosecco because it's quite sweet but that sounds like it would add a nice sort of exactly and it makes it a nice it. kind of dark colour just makes it look a little bit more special so yeah that's mm. a good trick too good tip well if that has wet your appetite to get cocktail making at home then do have a look at the piece on the site for more ideas hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's talk about how to throw a virtual dinner party. Uh, we don't wish to harp on too much about our current situation, but obviously dinner parties are not taking place in quite the same way anymore, are they? So so we asked a group of entertaining experts how to still feel 
like you are, having your friends over, entertaining in some way, even in these lockdown conditions. So they have shared a load of their tips, but I want to know what are you guys doing to, we're calling it make a meal of it, aren't we? That is India. You mentioned Laura Jackson and her host post earlier. Um, She has championed the hashtag make a meal of it. and basically encouraging people to still feel like they're kind of throwing a dinner party, making an effort, even they were in lockdown. So what have you guys been doing to hashtag make a meal of it? So I have been absolutely loving making a meal of my weekend dinners or lunches. So as you mentioned earlier, Charlotte, I'm very lucky to have an outdoor terrace. So I've been making beautiful tablescapes there. I actually ran a few supper clubs in the last couple of years, which is very time consuming for very little reward, but taught me a thing or two about making food look beautiful and making a table look beautiful. So what I've been doing is just adding lots of flowers or even dried grasses. I've got a lot of those around my house. If you don't have any flowers to hand, they're a great one to invest in. So just sprucing up the table with some of those. I love lots of little glass bottles or glass vases as well. just to make the table look a little bit more exciting than usual. Where do you get your little glass bottles from? I feel like that's a question we get asked a lot. Definitely. So some of them I picked up from random places like Peachtree Nurseries and those kind of garden centre homeware places. Also wedding shops. There's like a website called like The Wedding Company or something where I got little ones. They're like £2 each and just keep them stocked with flowers as much as I can or dried grasses, as I said. So there are lots of little places you can get dried grasses. I'd recommend a place called The Little Deer. They're quite a good one online and lots on Etsy, etc. So all of also those. Also just little jam jars as well is so, mm-hmm. so useful. Yeah. Like often I find when you've got a big vase on the table it's always in the way because you can't see mm-hmm. the person opposite you or it just sort of gets out so it gets out of hand so a little jam jar is perfect as yes, well for it you can also put dinner candles in those jars mm-hmm. like I've got oh, little, yeah. those kind of little apothecary jars um, yeah. which I get from Etsy and yeah you can kind of shove your dinner candles into yeah. those and mix them with flowers and stuff as yeah. well yeah definitely so I think exactly what you're saying Lou it's nice to just have lots of little bunches so it's not mm-hmm. obscuring your view and you can kind of scatter your food amongst the vases I think just having a nice tablecloth that does make a huge difference and just kind of feels like you're eating in a different place and fabric napkins I feel like yeah such a teenager saying this but <laughs> having fabric napkins is such a game changer so mm-hmm. some pretty linen ones or some nice kind of patterned ones obviously you can get these from like anthropology h&m etc but those do kind of change up the vibe of a meal as well i feel and also a cute placemat that sort of goes in line with the napkins we've got a yeah. piece running on the site later this week on some gorgeous gorgeous placemats i'm really excited about that, that. <laughs> I, I know these excite me too Helen. we ran a feature last week on trays I know, nice, oh, yeah. nice trays. Oh my god, I love it. I've gone back to it so many times. They were so gorgeous, those yeah. trays. Such a good edit. Elements, like, as well, like, you know, if you don't have a nice tablecloth, then a pretty mm. tray with everything yeah. sort of on the side of it. Like, we've got a little marble circular, it's not even like a placemat, but like, a like we basically put, yeah we put like the salt and pepper and oils and things on that and literally just mm. having that on the table mm-hmm. suddenly makes it look so much Definitely. more yeah. it just feels really grown up doesn't it yeah <laughs> I think just <laughs> displaying your food in different ways and like not even necessarily with the presentation of your table like if you don't have all of those things around the house that you can just grab then just making the food actually look beautiful mm-hmm. and just cutting it up nicely displaying it on boards etc 
extra. That yeah. is such a nice little tip. I was just thinking the boards thing, like we have some wooden chopping boards and often mm. when I have people come over, if I'm doing like a cauliflower or something, I'll serve it on a board. It's just a bit more restauranty <laughs> yeah. and a bit more appealing than putting it on another John Lewis plate, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. We've been trying to just rather than like serve up, even when it's just the two of us, rather than serve up straight away in a plate or a bowl, put it in like a nice serving dish and then mm. put that yeah. on the table. And we've got a really beautiful sort of blue and white speckled bowl from Dalesford and we just put like a big panzanella in that on the weekend and just mm. plonk that on the table and it just suddenly felt That's so nice. much more yeah. exciting than just like here's your plate of food ready and <laughs> yeah, summer I, I think that. lends itself so well to that food like obviously if you're if you're having a roast you can kind of put everything in different whatever bowls and plates or dispensers but there's something about summer you know you can make a salad and then you've got your protein then you can do another salad and it mm. automatically lends itself mm. more to a kind of tablescape doesn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Heather what have you been cooking I can imagine there's been some um, some pretty tables going on just food wise at your home yeah I haven't really been doing much of the whole table scathing kind of making it look nice yet just because stuff's still in boxes to be honest at the moment oh. but I've been getting through Donna Hayes' Weak Light cookbook, which came out at the start of the year. And it's just got so many really, really nice salads in and lots of things like that. So I've been, yeah, trying to make an effort with making those look good, I suppose. I've just been trying to cook things I haven't used, like, because when I was commuting, I wouldn't get home until half eight at the earliest. So I've just been trying to actually make more slightly elaborate things because I've now got the time to do so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can I also say on the point of having excited food we got the pizza pilgrims frying pan pizza in the post oh, well done because they've been hard to come by apparently yeah i mean it took about three weeks to arrive so <laughs> it really kept us waiting but it, when it was delivered so it, it's literally like it comes in the post and the box was wrapped in a lamb's wool blanket and then it had these like ice packs within it and basically apparently the lambs will keep the cold in so it, it sort of it protects it anyway but then you open up the box and then in it you have two uh, like pre-made balls of dough and your tomato sauce parmesan mozzarella basil and olive oil and a little bit of flour and you basically it's so easy to assemble it you just kind of roll out your um, not even roll out you sort of with your hand just push out your dough into a bit of a circle use your thumb to mark where you'd want the crust to be put it on your knuckles like they do in the pizza shops and sort of spin around a bit and that was really professional and then you just put it in the frying pan which seems really odd to be like frying your pizza but like no oil or anything and then add your toppings and then you put that under the grill for about two minutes so the whole thing is cooked for about four minutes total and it was absolutely amazing I've heard very good things about it I really want one yeah Yeah, Polly did it as well it looks so delicious yeah and presumably you could put your own toppings on it if you wanted to right completely you do you know however like controversially again I don't like cheese on pizzas so I had to grill (laughs) asparagus with mine but it felt like a real treat to be able to have a sort of one of the best pizzas in London I think Pizza Pilgrims yeah. but to be able to making it yourself at home that's yeah, nice I that. completely Genius. agree on that note though we've been ordering nice things that you kind of finish at home and it is such a treat to have that yeah. restaurant experience yes. but rather than getting like a soggy pizza or cold pasta it's nice when you can get fresh kits I don't know about you guys but I feel like takeaway 
places have really upped their game. Like we've been getting takeaway from places where often things don't necessarily translate so well. So they'll arrive kind of a bit colder or a bit soggier. And I feel like everybody's suddenly, I mean, they have to because Definitely. they're relying on takeaways, right? Yeah. So mm. suddenly everything is of a much higher standard. Like, yeah. you know, piping hot pasta coming to our door or whatever. You know, think last night we ordered from Oka, which is one of my favorite Japanese restaurants. And they do an avocado spring roll, which is always soggy when it arrives for takeaway. And it wasn't, it was beautiful. Amazing. So, yeah. Okay. India, yeah. Which yeah, restaurants or places have you been ordering from? A, because we've got a piece going later in the week, but also because yeah. I just love food and want to know what's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So we've been ordering from a few places. One of my friends has actually been staying at her husband's family farm so we've even been getting some like grass-fed beef from there that's called warson beef that is absolutely delicious i don't really eat meat but i had a bite of james's and that comes wrapped in lamb's wool like like your order <laughs> yeah. did lou so if you're into really good beef that's a great tip and you can just make burger patties or you can get steaks etc and then a friend of mine who owns a restaurant in east london called crispin it's kind of like an all-day cafe and restaurant and they do amazing daily changing menu and they've actually as of this week launch delivery meal kits and they're not just doing London delivery they're doing nationwide so I think that's quite special because you could you know if your parents are living somewhere else or you've got family in other places in the UK you could all order the same thing and have kind of a virtual dinner party or eating the same meal which yeah I've just texted my family about it this morning to ask if they want to do that and then we've also been getting deliveries from places like Bocca di Lupo. They're now doing delivery at home. Lots of Italian. As are Lina um, stores yeah. as well. Yeah, I know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Lina. Artuzzi mm-hmm. in southwest London and even Jalupo, which is some of the best yes. ice cream in London, mm-hmm. which I can never be bothered to stand in a 45 minute queue for. They're doing delivery. So we've got about Lou, five is that the one you love? Delivered. Yeah, Artuzzi is the one we love. So yeah, yeah I think it's just yeah. getting things that you can cook a little bit at home and give you mm-hmm. that restaurant experience, but just a bit more special and a yeah. treat as well we've been loving Lewis made homemade fish and chips on the weekend as well yeah that sounds mm. incredible he's been following Gordon Ramsay's like a lot of top chefs are doing these live cook-alongs yeah and Gordon Ramsay did a 10 minute fish and chip recipe um, and I was like no way is that going to take 10 minutes and legit it was and it looked so professional so he got some fresh cod from the fishmonger and then it's a beer batter so he it's sort of flour egg half a beer, um, some baking powder, and then you sort of dip your a fresh fish in the batter and then shallow fry that basically for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And then matchstick a like Maris Piper potato, making them sort of really, really fine. And then once the fish is done, you then also shallow fry the chips in that oil as well. And they cook. And they cook so literally clever. probably four yeah. minutes. They're frying in there for, and it looks amazing. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm going to do that. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Okay, I'll send you the video, show. Charlotte. But yeah, yeah please do. It's super, super simple. So um, yeah, it's very impressive. Love that. We've completely moved away from the topic of virtual dinner parties. So if you do want uh, more tips on throwing a virtual dinner party or simply a bit of tablescaping and hashtag making a meal of it, then have a look at the feature on the site. India, we couldn't have you here and not talk about fashion. And since we've been talking about sort of entertaining from home, I thought we'd talk about date night fashion. Uh, we also ran a feature on site the other day with four great date night looks under £150. So I want to know, are you guys dressing up for date night? And what does that mean to you, India? 
I'd say definitely yes. I think at home you definitely got to make a bit of an effort and just put on a bit of makeup and it does feel a bit over the top, but I think it's worth it. I'll get James in a collared shirt and maybe put on some <laughs> heeled sandals myself. And you can also wear shoes that are not very comfortable to wear outside, I've been finding <laughs> That's as well. a good point. Because you're not going very far. Um, so I think true. also in addition to the outfit, with date night, it is a lot about the vibe. So having like nice music, low lighting, mm-hmm. etc. But I think having a whole wardrobe of clothes it's fun to wear it I mean that's why we have clothes to make ourselves feel good and so I've definitely been dipping into that and even if it's a zoom call as well I think just going a bit over the top getting out of my trackies etc does just make me feel a lot better about myself as well yeah Lou and I talk about this a lot because we don't feel like we're kind of traditional and inverted commas like date night dresses like I think often that means leather skinnies and a blouse whatever and I certainly wouldn't wear that around the home but actually we've been running a series um on the Sherlock's Instagram um, about uh, like date night dressing and I feel yes, like that's I'm really forced those. me thanks um, it's forced me into thinking what does you know again in inverted commas date night dressing mean to me look like to me mm-hmm. and I've actually had way more fun now I've got into the swing of it kind of as you say shopping a bit from my own wardrobe yeah Would you exactly agree? yeah I mean as you say Charlotte I really struggle with traditional date nights because for me kind of going out would be I'd normally just add a blazer or some heels and I would would be very much casual sort of jeans heels and a nice top that type of thing Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's generally a blazer that I default to so I'm finding that harder now so I would actually say I'm not dressing up so much in the evenings but whereas previously when we were working in the office I would find that, you know, I'm dressing up um, Monday to Friday going to work. So on the weekends, I just want to be super cash, not worry about clothes, not think about what I'm putting on and just kind of really be a bit, I guess, a bit more of a slob, I guess, in what I'm wearing. Whereas now it's completely switched. And I feel like Monday to Friday, I'm like in my comfies. But actually then on the weekend, I'm really enjoying making more of an effort and kind of putting Mm -hmm. on a pretty dress or a pretty blouse and just feeling a bit more like oh okay so I don't know I feel like my I've shifted my attention to my weekend wardrobe um rather than my Monday to Friday now yeah I agree with that as well actually and also it's quite nice like to be able to pick and choose isn't it so I I messaged you this morning being like oh my god I've just put on makeup for the first time since Thursday and I feel amazing like it's really nice having the option to kind of do both where and when but Heather you I keep referring back to your vlog but I loved the fact that you talked about there that you were kind of wearing your dresses and and really making the most of them do you is that something you're still doing yeah I think a because I just wear dresses all the time anyway so it's just what I've got to hand and be yeah I've just never not that I have anything against it but I've just never got into loungewear so I just don't actually have anything like that to wear which I do actually want to get some but I just need to find basically an all black set would be great I feel but, like you could rock a jumpsuit Heather oh I no, was wearing, I know. Yeah. no 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 oh, no, no I, sorry not a jumpsuit a boiler suit I was wearing mm. my white denim boiler suit yesterday and there was something so easy about just throwing one thing on didn't even have a bra on and it just felt so like <laughs> Ooh, with denim. Yeah, I was just thinking, ow. Ooh, chafing, ow. (laughs) No no problems there on my behalf. (laughs) No, I love boiler suits, but I just feel like they don't suit my body type because I carry weight on my hips and in my middle. So I feel like with a boiler suit, it's just going to look so like... You can just go really oversized one. Like the one that Lou's referring to is a French, I assume it's still French Canadian one, which I have as well. And I mean, it's so large, you could literally fit three people in there. Okay, yeah, that's definitely You look for an oversized one. 
That's mm. more my vibe. Yeah, I shall look into it because when I see them on anyone else, I think they look really, really cool. I can so see you in a black one, Heather. I'm going to find Ooh, one yeah. for you. Yeah, please do. That would be great. But no, in terms of date night, like maybe I'm just a really bad girlfriend, but we just <laughs> haven't done anything like that at all. And also, I, we just don't in real life either. Like if we go out for dinner or anything, it's usually because we've like been in the pub for a couple of hours and I can't be bothered to cook when we get home so that's our kind of date vibe is a few pints in the pub which you don't have to get dressed up for I'd suppose. But you've got your red lippy on today so there is still yes. definitely some effort being made over there. Yeah when I did my vlog a few weeks ago I hadn't worn makeup yet since I think like this whenever the day after we started all working from home wow. so but I, I quite so enjoy nice putting thing. my makeup on this morning actually it feels more like a fun thing to do rather than a chore so I might start doing a bit more often because something quite fun about it these days I have a real I'm a feminist but statement <laughs> which is I'm a feminist but I do start to feel bad for my husband after a few days of like you know top not scrunchy glasses no makeup trackies <laughs> it's not from like a place of insecurity where I'm like oh he'll I don't know he'll run off if I look like a slob <laughs> but I also do think it's nice for your husband or boyfriend or whatever to not only see you looking your worst what do you think I, I know what you're saying but also my boyfriend has claimed many times that he doesn't care so that's his fault yeah mine does that too but I just I don't buy it they all say that but then I feel like they respond to you differently when you look better 100% like he'll say oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and then I'll come downstairs with a face of makeup oh you look so pretty today it's like well yes yeah. I'm wearing lots yeah, of makeup that's why yeah but I also feel like I just don't really maybe maybe it does come from a place of insecurity but I feel like for me I need to look good as well just to feel yeah. my best and feel like I can take on the world or whatever's being totally. thrown at me that day but yeah with James I am often like are you sure that you love me yeah. like <laughs> I'm sorry um, I'm really sorry I know. Yeah. I'm like I feel like I'm kind of ugly duckling going into yeah. um, beautiful swan I'm like really right but, now are you still don't you feel like me? it's nice having that don't you feel like it's nice having that transformation and almost like yes. you deciding when you're comfortable being like no I just don't really want to make an effort today I'm like happy yes. just like being as I am letting my skin breathe yeah. I feel like I've got so much more used to my face without makeup I totally have 100% and I was, it's so weird you say that because I was genuinely thinking this morning I wonder if I'll start doing like no makeup days to the office because yeah and also I feel like people have seen me now so much yeah, more without yeah, makeup exactly on because I'm it. always I, I've just kind of given up you know if I, mm. I I won't put makeup on just because I've got a zoom call yeah. if it's internal or something yeah. now yeah same so, no not at all and also yeah. I, I keep doing a zoom quiz with a big group of friends every Sunday and yeah like none of us like men and women in on the call but yeah like none of the girls have been wearing makeup yeah. or anything at all and it is just like quite refreshing to be like well yeah this is my face so totally, yeah. <laughs> totally. I was asked to send a video message to somebody the other day if they were celebrating something and I only realized afterwards that I did it like completely bare face which is something I would have never yeah. done before but at this point I'm like oh well whatever we all look a bit shit so I think it's a really good matter. thing I really do yeah. like, I think it'll be nice to like go back to making a bit more of an effort but I think yeah it's definitely taken the focus off having to look perfect all the time and yeah, yeah completely a good thing I, I do feel like because of my blog and instagrams and whatever i do have to make myself yeah. look nice on a regular basis so but isn't it quite nice having the opportunity to do that like yeah, as i say about it like, doing the instagrams or whatever it's quite nice to be able to think right i'm going to go and shoot some content so therefore i'm going to put on some makeup exactly today. it is definitely but sometimes i do resent it a tiny bit but then yeah. just don't show it on my face that day <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> india thank you so much for joining us do you want to give a little shout out to your blog and to your instagram i would accounts? love to um so i run a lifestyle blog and instagram 
called The India Edit. So it's theindiaedit.com and at The India Edit on Instagram, covering everything from a lot of fashion, but also interiors, travel when I could do it, tablescaping, as we discussed. Um, so lots of different types of content. And then I also run a daily outfit account called The Mirror Edit, which is 100% mirror selfies and what I'm actually wearing that day. So everything from kind of socks and slippers to more dressy items. So would absolutely love you guys to come and follow me there. And you also joined us on Fashion Fix for a special two weeks ago with your work from home outfits, which was fabulous. So um, if anyone hasn't seen that, check that out on our archive as well. Yes, Yes. exactly. So took you guys through five different outfits that are perfect for wearing at home. Everything from more casual to a date night look in there as well. So definitely have a look at that. Yes, some seriously good inspo. So check out India on all her various platforms. India, what's coming up next? What can we wait to see? No more supper clubs, presumably for the future. No more supper clubs. Imminent future, but what's on Um, the agenda? So I'm working on some homewares content at the moment. So as I mentioned, we're going to be sprucing up our flat. So we've got lots of DIY to be doing and um, increasingly getting asked questions about where bits of homewares are from. So been creating a big homewares edit um, that will hopefully be going live this week. I think I'll be doing just a lot more fashion content, more collaborations with different fashion brands and just showing everyone, I guess, how they can really get the most out of their wardrobe and how to pair things they already have as we discuss kind of shopping from your own wardrobe and just continuing hopefully to give some inspiration and more lighthearted and positive content in this crazy time Love that. we could Can't all wait. do with a bit more of that thank you so much for joining us thank you Lou and Heather as well if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at sheerlux.com we love hearing from you don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.